Well, well, well. Good evening, John. Good evening, good evening, everybody ben. watching. Good evening, everyone. Before, before we start this uh, show tonight, John, you don't even know about this. I have a message, heartfelt message, from Chasing Descent to you, Justin. We're sorry, Justin. <laughs> We're so, oh, so you sorry, might be, Justin. I don't care. Why are you sorry? <laughs> Why would you even care? <laughs> you didn't even know I was going to do that, did you? Uh, so how's the audio, chaps? How's the audio, <laughs> people in the troll room? People in the troll room who we've now got three times the viewers. We do the likes. I am. Get, that's it, boys. <laughs> that's it. I'm calling them. You do get frustrated, don't you, Ben? You really do. I do. I get very frustrated. I get very frustrated. But, uh, yeah, uh, everybody's saying the audio is brilliant. So well, that's, that's good, because the cameras haven't been, have they, Ben? <laughs> uh, no, D Justin Trudeau is getting a divorce, everybody. Justin yeah, Trudeau they, is getting well, a divorce. They're separated. Did they actually say they were going to get divorced? Yes, I believe they've announced their divorce, yes. All right, okay. Well, I, I reckon it's probably... Um, Somebody said maybe she's fed up being you know, the the man in the relationship, and I thought it's probably more likely she's fed up with there being two men in the relationship, and she's not one of them. Gonna, well, I was going to say, at what point actually does he come out? <laughs> I think this is his ideal opportunity. He mm. might as well come out now, because I mean, it, it doesn't matter how long it takes. Yeah, it doesn't matter how long it takes, but you know, when he comes out. Um, people will say, well, that's why they got divorced. So, now he, he, he's definitely, um, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Oh, and a little bit of entertainment news before we do get into the show. It looks like uh, one of the world's most uh, gorgeous women who is somehow still not going to be the fairest of them all, Gal Gadot, uh, mm -hmm. keeping her job as Wonder Woman by the looks of it. You, you said that yesterday, didn't you? No, I said it to you this morning. Well, this afternoon. Well, this afternoon, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think... But, um, but yeah. Um, yeah, nice. Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm rightfully deserved, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> the laughs have started early. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> you said one of the most gorgeous women in the world, and she'll just go, what, me? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry. Stop laughing, John. Right. Yeah. Stop <laughs> laughing, John. Obviously, the most gorgeous woman in the world, in my personal opinion, is my own wife. And uh, your, your opinion is your own wife, isn't it, John? Oh, yes. sorry. Were you talking to me? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yes. Of course. Yeah, yes. Of course. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> yes, but uh, but still, still, yeah. <laughs> right. So, how the hell are we? All? Well, what what the hell? What the hell is going on? It's it's uh, it's, it's frozen camera day. It's frozen camera day, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. At least John's frozen in a position where he kind of looks doomed, right? He's like. I mean, you should have seen. So I, I, I had a bit of a night last night, health-wise. I, I, I didn't get to sleep until very early this morning. Yeah, the camera's not coming back. 
that's fine. I don't need to see it. If you just want to put the other camera through the machine, it's fine. Um, but anyhow, <laughs> I sent John a picture when I woke up this afternoon. Well, this morning. And uh, I just look totally off my head. Totally off my head. No, you just the look picture. as someone and woke up. You don't look as if you were out of your box. Oh, he told me it wasn't a good look. Yeah, it wasn't a good look. So, is that it? No camera at all? Just thing? a minute. Okay. Oh, dear. Right. Oh, dear. <sighs> the backup so it's camera. Best to get... Yes, okay. I can see you on the show. So the backup camera has been forced into you. You're out of sync for me, but at least I can see you. I can see your beautiful, beautiful <sighs> face. Too bright. I can see... I can see everything. Good evening, Trudy. And yeah, good evening, people. Okay, good evening, David, Robin, Shalini, Julie, Beats and Tapes, Trudy, uh, Andrew, I saw there, and a bunch of others. Uh, Luke Honeyfunder, if I haven't mentioned you, I apologize, but good evening. We hope you are all well. John, introduce the show. Well, I tell you what, before we introduce the show, what I'd mm -hmm. like to do is I'd like to just run through the citizen rule for starting with August okay but what I want you to do people is have a look and think if you're in the and, and if you're in the wrong position let me know because <laughs> I'm kind of, I haven't I haven't created the spreadsheet I like the book the spreadsheet has yet still to be done right therefore mm. I've been kind of guesstimating where you would be for the amount you've contributed over the last 30 days so um, I will um, I'm going to run the citizen role and you have a wee peek and see where you think you should be there are some, there's new people in there as well There you go. So, have a quick look. Vaughn, what about Vaughn? You love Vaughn? Oh, that's nice. Are you, can you not talk? Have you lost your voice? See. See. I'm nice. <sighs> right. I did that quick as well. <laughs> it did go quick, didn't it? I think I need to slow it down a bit. But I was, I was, I've been making stuff all day, you know. Um, right. So anyway, let's um, let's get on with it. Welcome, one and all, to this Wednesday evening's edition of Chasing Descent Live with me, John, and with Ben. It's episode two hundred and forty-one. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'ma do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks. I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make. Got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave. Yeah. 
There you go. There you go. Right. There you go indeed. See, there you go indeed. Because I've got the wider angle on, you can see that I've left things like coffee cups lying about. and It's like that episode of Game of Thrones where, where the old mother of dragons had the Starbucks coffee cup. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and look at my flags. They don't look as nice when you can see how they're pinned up. Yeah, but it's not just that. Like, it's, it's a lot brighter. Yes, yeah, because of that shitty camera. I mean, let me see if I can turn it down a bit. Don't don't worry about it. Don't worry. No, about I, I it, can right? turn it down a bit by um. How do you turn? How do you turn the oh settings? Hold on. Settings, settings, settings. Let's keep talking. Keep talking. So, John, what's the wine of the week? The wine of the week is um. I, I've got another mud hook. I think from uh, yeah. I got another mud house. Mud House. Mud House. Yeah. Sauvignon Blanc from um, the Marlborough House in uh, good old New Zealand. 2022. I am... Uh, my my drink of choice today is a lovely Coca-Cola with cherry. Cherry really? in the Coca-Cola. Um, it is it is a wonderful, wonderful bouquet. The uh, year is, is that 2023. Better? That's a bit better, Ben, yeah. isn't it? That'll do, yeah. That looks nice. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Beautiful! There you go, you done it! Woo! So all I did was um, turn, turn Twitter to dark background instead of white. Uh, yes, soldier. Justin Trudeau's wife has indeed left him. Yes. Um, well, they've separated and they've released the exact same message, uh, which is definitely not yet that Justin is in fact gay. Um, yet. Why do I want to tilt my camera to the left? Well, I, I reckon they've said that so that so if you so then that'll get your coffee cup out of you and your flags more in view. Yeah, but it wouldn't give you much. It wouldn't give you much of a good view. Anyway, uh, you can still see uh, the uh, longitude and latitude calculator there. There is no longitude latitude calculator, you bloody flat earther. I'm not. Why would you say I'm, I am nothing? <laughs> if anything, I am not a flat earther. <laughs> I'm the one that keeps giving you science, science, um, science lessons, and it's just this is everyone's turned to shit me. The, the, um, the what do you call it? The the ram, <laughs> the hydraulic ram in my chair. Is slowly mm. losing <laughs> power, and throughout the day I find myself having to get up and really hike the chair back up. Yeah, Are so you sure that's the hydraulic ram and just not you putting on a few pounds? No, uh, yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> but I'm still below the certification for office chairs. Did you know that oh, office well. chairs are only certified to seventeen stone? Oh, I'm fine then. Yeah, 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 yeah. but. Some of those quite heavy people out there aren't. No, I mean, the, the wife got me this chair as a present, and uh, it served me quite well. That's not an office chair, though. That's a gaming chair. Yeah, I know, and it's it's lovely. It's absolutely lovely. Um, Andrew says, Proud as punch, Latimer Alder gave me a follow the other day. Any upcoming podcasts with him, John? Yeah, I'll need to get in touch with him. Um, I would, uh, I think... He's probably got something to say. He usually does, but I'll give him a shout and ask him. 
Yeah, the man has a lot to say. Just like us, and speaking of us having a lot to say, let's get into the news! Okay, okay. Give it to me, John. Just give it to me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh, baby. Uh-huh. Right, um, so... <laughs> Do you remember how Turkey were mucking Sweden about? Saying, no, yes. you can't join NATO, and then come the Vilnius yes. thing, they said, yeah, you can join. Yeah. We're not going to hold you yeah. back. Well, yeah. they still can't. Because guess who's put the... <laughs> Who's thrown the who's thrown the uh, the spanner in the works this time? It has. No, Hungary. <laughs> Orban said, "I don't like your attitude." No. <laughs> Orban's like, "I do not want to give them a goulash. I do not want to give Sweden goulash." So, so, uh, so, so, so Sweden's been told they'll have to wait and see. You just have to wait and see, you. You, you bad Swedes. Very, you bad, you bad. very, you very kind-hearted people for the most part, Swedes. My petrol looks <laughs> awful tonight, doesn't it? You look, you you look fine, John. Oh, anyway, uh, you look fine. Okay, look, it's it could be worse. <sighs> Indeed, it, they could just be looking at me. <laughs> at least you're in frame. <laughs> Spencer says, can you get office chairs for heavier people, though? Well, yeah, you can, but they usually cost, like, four times as much. Of <laughs> he course says they he, do! He says he's asking for a friend. I think I know who that friend is. I have absolutely no idea who that friend might be. Spencer, asking for heavier chairs than 17 stone. I, I am... John. I think that friend has himself! <laughs> I think I know exactly what you're implying, John, but I'm just not in... I'm not in the mood to be rude to our audience. Not tonight. Not being rude. Stating facts. No. Anyway. Oh, dear. Dearie, dearie me. Dearie, dearie, dearie me! Right, uh, um, so... Hungry. <laughs> Spencer says, yeah, John's right. Shame. See, I told you. I'm always right. <laughs> oh, well, dear. Was I wrong about something recently? I'm trying to remember. Uh, Ed um, the Techie tomorrow. Una Smith, hello there, says, making me crave a glass of wine. Well, go and have one, Una. Don't, don't, don't deny yourself. Don't deny yourself. Just let it all out. Yeah, just, just treat yourself. Yeah, treat yourself. Yeah. I mean... Not everybody like is like me and is a teetotaler and is destroying my body with sugar. Um, you know, we, we all have our vices. If you would like to have a glass of wine, you feel free. Go have that glass of wine and enjoy it. Enjoy it. So, um, we have... Um, we have... Oh, that's bright. What are you doing? I, I was just looking to see if I had... I'm just looking for something. Is he, he's looking for something, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing one of your things where I'm being distracted, right? Okay. You think he, I'll distract them whilst you distract right, yourself. Okay. So, uh, Alansky... doing a strip tease. Yeah, Alansky, um, Alansky's come out... Well, he hasn't come out, although he probably mm-hmm. could. but Because uh, I think he's sus as well, you know. Well, a lot of the stuff he did early doors. But anyway, so he's come out and said, we are preparing a number of international events <laughs> this week. 
will be very important for Ukraine and our foreign policy. A month remains before the start of the new political season in our partner countries, and we will do everything possible to make this season as conducive as possible to our movement to victory, to our desire to restore peace for the whole of Ukraine without exception. More so political what he's trying to say is more political support for Ukraine, more weapons for our warriors. <laughs> so, um, what he's actually saying is, there's going to be uh, under his trademark Zelensky brand. Um, there's going to be a series of live age Ukraine concerts, and uh, where we release the song "Arm Ukraine." <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think he's having concerts, but, you know, I mean, the way he's phrased it, the whole thing's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it is. And, and the man himself is just, I mean, he's a, he's a world leader, so, of course, he's <laughs> insufferable. Currently. <laughs> For now, yeah. Um, so I was reading something today, and it was like the Russians have had four failed attempts at taking him out. And I'm thinking, I don't think we have. Well, I, right, put yourself in Putin's shoes, you know, and... Oh. Putin! You, 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 you don't need to be a brain of Britain here to think about this, right? Because... Elensky's not that bright. And his military decisions haven't been that good. And in fact, he's really... He's kind of pushed back against NATO and against the advice he's been given. Well, yeah, because it's getting him, his men absolutely, you know... No, but he's done that. He's caused murderized. his men. I mean, look at the whole back put thing. Because he was told yeah. to hold back and wait. Cause, I mean, because if you remember, you know, you remember originally, back put wasn't of any strategic importance, which yep. it wasn't, right? <laughs> No, it wasn't. And then suddenly it became of massive strategic importance to Ukraine, and they kept throwing people into it, and basically it became a Russian version of the trademark Zelensky meat grinder, which is available uh -huh. for purchase in Zelensky's trademark shop. But, um, yep. So it became a Russian version of that, and he'd lost a tremendous amount of trips there. Although if you if you look at the, the Western media, apparently he didn't, but... You know, well, we're seeing pictures of massive Ukrainian graveyards full of flags, full of freshly dug graves, and we're not seeing we're not seeing anything from uh, Russia. But no, and well, well, the thing is, let's face it: it is David versus Goliath, and it is David versus Goliath. <laughs> and um, even when David is given some toys, some toys that could seriously harm Goliath, yeah. David doesn't seem to be able to harm Goliath all that much, but the, the sad reality is that this is war. It doesn't matter who it's between. You can call it a war between Russia and Ukraine. You can call it a proxy war between the US and Russia. The reality of the situation is there are men and women right now on both sides of that thing being killed, and for what? For what? Well, It's ridiculous. You know, well, there are yeah. mothers... There are mothers and fathers well, losing their kids. There well, are people well, losing on. their siblings. Oh, hold on. Right. So, the problem is, the problem is, you have now got 
everything worked up into a situation where you have brainwashed people who were formerly friends. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like two brothers have gone to war here and they're never going to talk to each other again because you've got you've got your Russian and your Ukrainian who are basically the same you know they're basically from the same background the same I mean yeah. look at look at Elensky himself he was brought up with a Russian name his name wasn't Voldemir or whatever it is it was Vladimir and it was Zelensky spelt the Russian way with a single y um, so and and he spoke only Russian, right? So that's and how he couldn't speak Russian. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he pretends he can't. He couldn't speak Russian, but he could. He could he'd only speak Russian. He only learned Ukraine once he got elected. So the the and he and he got elected on a promise of peace with Russia, and then what happens? Well, we know what happened. You know, the the United States decided they wanted they wanted. Ukraine is a vassal state. They wanted to to take its resources by force, right? Mm-hmm. If required, and they wanted that to be a customer of theirs and have but nothing to do with Russia. Isn't that what the United States government from Robin. America oh, World Police? Thank you, love Robin. To do. Robin Thank you, has Robin. subscribed. Excellent. Thank Ooh, you, Robin. Great start. Robin has month. become a citizen. Robin's going to become citizen in a month at this right. <laughs> Cheers, Robin. Thank you. Thank you. We do appreciate it. We really do appreciate it because every new subscriber, seriously, every new subscriber that gives us that little bit extra tiny couple of pounds worth of security each month yeah. towards each show is absolutely appreciated it really really is um right and uh, we, we hope we deliver value yeah for yeah well i mean that's that's our whole basis here value for value you know well, we appreciate we, you we, we try and give you um we try and give you a valid and verifiable look at what's happening in the world while putting our unique humorous and interesting spin on it yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But thank you, thank you, Robin. Um, where was I? So yeah. So I mean, we know we know how it all happened. Well, and if we don't, all we need to do is go back and search for our, um, you know, how Ukraine became a vassal state video, and that'll tell you. Which somebody commented on today and said that <laughs> Russia will be denazified, didn't they? Oh yeah, they did. But I mean, everybody's entitled yeah, to their own opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Pardon me. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion, so you know, you knock yourself out, mate. Knock yourself out. At least you watched it. Oh, yeah, no, exactly <laughs> Give us a view. <laughs> Put some small amount of shekels in our pockets from advertising. Oh. But thank you. But anyway, um, so so where were we? Uh, uh, and you know, if you want to guarantee that your comment gets read, you can always put a super chat in. Right. You know, just right. So so. <sighs> Where were we? I've gone off track now. Bring me back. Uh, you were talking about Alensky, Russia, Ukraine. Uh, just that general shite show. And whilst yeah. we are continuing on that shite show, um, have you... I'm going to look for an update now, but you've obviously seen the 26 tweet thread, and I don't know if you've watched the video oh, right, okay. from journalist Gonzalo Lira. <laughs> Gonzalo Lira. Right. Well, while Ben's looking for that, I'll tell you about um, 
about Sergeant. <laughs> Sergeant. What's her name? What's what's that's name? Um, oh God, is it Susan? No, what's that's name? Um, Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> Sergeant Sarah. Sergeant Sarah Crillo or whatever his name was or her name um, is uh, is now the official spokesperson. Yes. For the Ukrainian military. Does appear to be so. Yes. And is <laughs> now bragging. <laughs> And is now bragging <laughs> that, that they caught Gonzalo Lira trying to cross into Hungary and have re-imprisoned him. Well, right, so this whole Gonzalo Lira thing is bizarre, right? Because the guy's a pro-Russian blogger, okay? Well, I think that's a bit too simplified, but yes... It doesn't. It's not that simplified. I mean, he was calling he's, out the Ukrainian. He's more an anti-war blogger. No, no, no. Everything he did called out the Ukrainians, and not, not anything the Russians did. Okay. Now, some may say we are pro-Russian, but we're not because we have pointed out on a number of occasions where the Russians have done things stupidly and wrong. Have we not? But they don't yeah, tend well, to make as many mistakes as, as Ukraine. And I think that's where I was going to. Remember, you would never try and take out Alansky because he makes too many mistakes. Therefore, he's probably your best friend in that role. If you took him out, two things would happen. One, you'd probably get someone in who knows what they were doing. Yeah, has military would, knowledge, for yeah, one. Things would, might become a lot tougher for them. And mm -hmm. secondly the whole narrative in the West would collapse because oh. Alensky is, th is the face of Ukraine. Without him, there's no narrative anymore. Because, yeah. you know, you, you put someone up and say, this is a new president in Ukraine, everybody's going to go, well, I'm not standing with him. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, anyway. Yeah, right, so Gonzalo Lira was kind of a pro-Russian blogger, Right. Yeah. Thank you, Vaughn. Please wake Selene up. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> so, um, so he, he was kind of a pro-Russian blogger. Um, he called out a lot of what Ukraine was doing, but he did it from within Ukraine. He did, which, which is a I kind think of, was a massive mistake. You've, you've got to... I mean, see, this is, it's the same with that American guy that went to Russia and started taking photographs of military installations and stuff like that. You can't yeah. do that. No. You know, and if you do things... I mean, you go to Greece and take a photograph of a military installation, you'll end up in jail. That's Greece. Yeah. Which is supposed to be our friend. But you'll still end up in jail if you do it, right? So imagine going to Russia and not having a clue what you're... And he wasn't even, he wasn't even anywhere near the war zone. He was way over in... You know, he's near the Yakutsk side, wasn't he? Mm. You know, right over past the Mongols and all that. Nearly in China, I mean, stroke Japan. But so anyway, so anyway, so this guy Lira calling him out, calling him out, gets gets locked up. Was that his intention? Did he did he think he was going to get a shitload of likes and giggles? You know, for I have no idea. And then get then get bumped, then get punted out, and he could go back home and whatever. But he's no, both a Chilean and a U.S. citizen. Yeah. But, but he's in a war zone, right? Yes. 
he's been he's been pro he's been basically pro Russian. So the Democrats aren't going to be interested in springing him, right? Mm-hmm. He gets locked up, and obviously the SPU get go to work on him. And it looks like they did well, according to his own thread and his own video. Yeah. It looks like they did go to work on him. Yeah. Okay. So, so, uh, so the chances, they stole seventy thousand dollars off him. The chances are, right, that he's been turned through coercion. You, you think? Yeah. I mean, I I, I want to. Right, hold on. So that, right. So he's either been turned or he's lost. He's lost his mind because one, he got released under really ropey circumstances. Yeah, apparently the Chilean government made them release him. Right, okay, but so he get, but he still got released under really ropey circumstances because they were told him, you can't leave the country, we'll release you. But they gave him his passport back and say, away you and, go. And they also said to him, we're going to put an electronic tag on you, and they didn't. And they didn't, right. So he goes out yeah. and they... And what's the first thing he... The, literally, the first thing he does is do a 25-thread tweet on what he's doing. Where he's planning to go, how he's planning to do it, and... and, and this, um, why, why would you do that unless it was a setup? Well, yeah, this, this, this is. I, I just don't understand the mentality behind it. It's I mean, a, it's a setup. I'll put myself in his shoes, right? I'll put myself in his shoes. And if everything he said is genuine and it had happened to me, right, I'm doing exactly what he did, right? I'm hopping on a scooter and I'm, I'm hopping for the first border I can find, right? It doesn't matter which way I go, mm-hmm. I'm hopping for a border. Yeah, However, but he doesn't. He went for a border that was across the entire country from where he was. Well, yeah, this this is something something else. He's gone hundreds of kilometres or whatever. Um, but but like I say, now I'm hopping for a border, and then when I have crossed the border and I'm safely in the other country, at that point would be when I make public contact. But him. I don't get it. I don't get no, it's just not right. You don't do that unless you've lost your mind. And Tony Tony, that's exactly what I'd have done. I'd have gone to and I said this on Monday, I said I'd have gone to Russia. Because that's the last place they would have expected them to go and it would have been the easiest place for them to get into. And the Russians would have loved them. But let's but, take what he's saying at face value. It's a setup. It's just, I mean, the, and then he, he actually gets caught trying to leave the country where he said he was going to leave it. Yes, apparently so. But still, <laughs> let's, take, let's take what he's saying at face value. Let's take it all at face value. Let's say it's completely true, 100% reality. Um, he's done all of this. He's, he's, been, he's had $70,000 apparently stolen off him out of his PayPal account. Okay. Um, and what's that? I mean, it's probably nothing. And has real apparently terms. it was half the balance of his PayPal account. Well, that's nothing. Why didn't they take it all? Well, this is he. He says in his video he thought they might try and bump him onto the next person who would take the rest, right? Uh, the PayPal account is allegedly his Patreon money, which he's never taken out because he doesn't need it, so it just builds up. <laughs> okay, so it's money, right? So there we go. It's money he doesn't need, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just hush money anyway. And he's also said repeatedly on this thing, on this video, he's got access to a lot of funds, right? And he keep, kept saying yeah. that. 
So, so they have rearrested him. Now they know he's got more money than what <laughs> and, what they thought he had. And he didn't need the money that they've already taken, so they can take the other half, right? Yep. Yeah. What is this guy thinking? Yeah, you know, I really hope he's turned. He's I, turned. I, it's a sell. It's got to be a sell. I hope it is. I really do. I hope it is because if all of this is true, right? I don't think. Let's like I say, take it all at face value. I don't think he comes out alive this time, first of all. <laughs> but second of all, he he made a good point in the video, okay? Because he is not being charged with anything but speech crimes, okay? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And these speech crimes... And there are no victims. There are no victims. Well, and it says so and, in the indictment. And... And this is a country that says it's democratic and wants to join the no. EU. No, well, it, it, right, okay. <laughs> this is a country that just locked up the opposition party. Lock, stock and I'm, barrel. Locked them all up. Can't talk about that. That didn't happen. <laughs> but it did. It didn't happen. <laughs> well, we know that. We know that. And banned all elections until after the war. <laughs> yeah, but we're turning around and we're saying to people, well, look, you know, uh, even though they're doing all this tyrannical shit. <laughs> we're fighting uh, for democracy. <laughs> we're fighting for democracy and, and they're, they're fighting you're, for our democracy. Yeah? We're fighting for your democracy. <laughs> you know what? They're just as bad as one another. <laughs> Seriously, of course I, I, I don't, I course don't even want to hear. Ab- I don't even want to hear about it anymore. Right? What we got to do is uh, we just got to put Putin and Alensky in a fucking boxing ring and just let them have it out. That's what we right. got to do? So speaking of um, speaking of Mr. Putin, so he just had his summit with the African nations, right? And I mean, he gave some speeches, um, which were, they went down relatively well and. Basically, they were, they were effectively, you know, we're going to give you, we're going to give you a hand. If you want a hand, we'll give you a hand. We're not going to take yeah. anything by force. Um, we'll help you out. It's not our intentions to interfere with the way that you want to do things, but we'll help you out with technology and stuff like that, and how to grow plants and stuff. So it's fine, okay. So okay. And then, not so cleverly, thinks, oh, 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 oh I think the UK should have a bit of this. <laughs> He's now said to the African nations that he wouldn't even have looked at before. You know, oh, I'm not interested in Africa. Oh, oh yes, if you want a hand, just give us a shout. Yeah, yeah, what was cleverly? cleverly! No! If you need me, call me no matter where you are, no matter how far. So, I'm going to go to the first part of our thumbnail, right? Which I thought was right. quite inspired today. I quite, I quite enjoyed making it. I, I saw that. And do you know what? I'll actually say, if you're watching Cherie, first of all, hello. But I got a message of Cherie going, I'm confused. I'm on the thumbnail. Am I on the show tonight? Oh, right. Sorry. I just put you on the thumbnail because <laughs> I thought it looked good. But well, anyway, that's what I said to her. Yeah. But anyway, um, the uh, I thought the thumbnail was good. I, I did like it, even I, though I, I didn't. Think it's ex- I think it's wonderful. But um, the first part is the backdrop. Because mm. the backdrop is Stanford University. Oh. Because they've had another problem, haven't they? 
what problems? Well, they have quite a few problems. Well, but what remember problem they, they had a professor. Now? They had a professor of, of what was that? A professor of, of um, what was the professor of the human humanities or or. It was something to do with honesty. She was researching honesty and, and, and faked the, da- the data. Do you remember that? And apparently she'd been doing it for years, right? So she get found yep. out and resigned or you'll get whatever. Now the president of Stanford has had to step down because he's been doing the same thing. Data fraud. It seems like it's rife. As, well, this is... Have you, did you see my did you see my illustration of peer review today? No, I did not. Oh, you must. How did you miss it? Did you put it on the on the on X? I did put it on X. Have a. I mean, <laughs> in fact, it's had a number of likes because I, I. This is all I said was this is how climate scientists do peer review, and it's four dogs in a circle, <laughs> and you can guess what they're all doing. Yeah. Stuffing each other's butts. Yeah. <laughs> that's peer that is re- how they do it. But that's peer review in a nutshell. That's how it works. You get your pals to look at your paper and they go, yeah, that seems all right. So that's this it, guy yeah. not been picked up by peer review. In fact, mm-hmm. he was busted by a first-year student who was writing for the Stanford paper. Yeah. <laughs> the free university paper. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, and, uh, yes, I, I, have the, I have, I have the video. I have the sorry, the image that you posted. I have it in front of me right now. It's, I think, about accurate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So academia is um, it's gone down the tubes, much like the SNP. Oh, the SNP. Yes, because you know, you know, the SNP have have always been a little bit nepotistic. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? <laughs> so, the wife of the SNP member tipped to replace Peter Murrell. Sorry, the, a wi- the wife of SNP MSP has been tipped to replace Peter Murrell as chief executive. Julie Hepburn, who is the wife of Scottish Government Independence Minister Jamie, has been tipped to take over as the party's chief. So, there you go. Keep it in the family. SNP. That's the how they do it. Family. That's how they do it. I because that's why we want independence. Keep they're, it in the family. They're an like. incestuous bunch. They really are. They're 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 morons. The SNP, Scottish National Party. I'm talking to all you MSPs. You morons. Every last one of you. Um, Peter, Nippy, that other guy. You know they're not in the clear. Just because they've been released without charge doesn't mean no. they're not still being investigated. No, it's still under investigation. believe me, they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so th- that's um, that's the SNP. Um, and on that uh, matter, do you remember the SNP come out with some... Well, the SNP and the Greens, who's this guy, Patrick Harvey, who, right. who, who doesn't look like a well chap, right? No, uh, yeah. he's green... So he's probably vegan, which probably doesn't help because did you see the vegan influencer who died? Well, I can imagine that. From the New York Post. Zahana da Art, vegan raw food influencer, dies of starvation. (laughs) 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> because you just, you can't get the, you cannot get, you can't get enough the nutrition, nutrition required yeah. from a vegan diet to live. And you have to supplement it with supplements and things like that. And if you don't, you are going to end up extremely unwell and possibly dead. Well, there so, you go. So she died. Trying to force everybody to go vegan <sighs> yeah. is just another way to try and kill a bunch of people off, isn't it? It's not good for you. It's not. You, everything, everything should be balanced. And in some cases, balance it more towards meat. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm carnivore. You're much. not a carnivore. Carnivores don't Mostly. eat potatoes, Fatty. Yeah, that is the only... <laughs> right, okay, I'm a carnivore, except I eat potatoes. For the most part. And I, I drink I'm soda. I'm a carnivore pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm not really a carnivore. <laughs> pretty much. I've had four different meats today, John. Four. Good for you. <laughs> I've had turkey. Well, it's actually three, three meats, technically, because one of them was pork and the other gammon, which is just a different part of the pork. Um, but uh, And beef. Turkey, pork, gammon and beef. Uh, delivered fresh from my local Toby Carvery. It was very nice indeed. Right, anyway. Um, um, very nice. <laughs> now, well, the human meat in the press, that was, um, what's his name? Do you remember... Remember the guy that was going through the? He was going through the. He was. He was taking us through the factory thing about how they're going to. Remember, we did the whole thing on the show about it, about oh, the human yeah. meat and I how they grow it, lab grown meat. Oh yes, and then soil yeah. and green. It would just end up being soil and green. Yeah, but, yeah, but you still need you still need protein to grow your lab grown meat. So it doesn't. You know it what? doesn't just. It, it just doesn't come from nowhere. Remember, and what do they use? They use liquidized fetal bovine serum. Which is basically ground up aborted cows. Lovely. That's what they Wonderful. feed it on. Wonderful. Yeah, there you go. I don't want to know. Oh. I just don't want to oh. know. <laughs> the thing is, they've got to use that because they need the stem cells to make it grow. And if I you don't have that. the stem cells, it won't grow. Yeah, so and... Oh. That's what you're eating if you're buying lab-grown meat. Robin says, in fact, there are very few carnivores in nature. Even cats and dogs aren't. That's correct. They're not carnivores. I mean, they are. But once again, if they if they got the choice, they will have a carnivorous no, diet. They, 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 they don't eat much veg in the wild. No, I mean, dogs are just greedy bastards and will eat anything. Yeah, but they, they to tend to eat animals rather than plants. They'll eat grass occasionally. <laughs> Spencer says, if there's anything that could make me finally start that diet. Well, there you go. Don't eat lab-grown meat. No, don't. Don't and do it. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Because it, it's crap. It's all crap. Okay, Lovely, fresh meat is what you want. Lovely, fresh meat. Grass-fed. You want... you Yep, grass-fed, and you want... um. Very high protein meat. Uh, you also want a lot of fat in there as well, because contrary to what people, oh my god, it's got fat in it. That means I'm going to get fat because that's basically what you've been taught. Not true. Um, yeah, you've just been brainwashed by that. Yeah, yeah, precisely. And don't eat um, corn. <laughs> Don't eat corn. Sophie says, how do we know that we're not eating it, uh, that I grow meat? Because they're not able to grow it in in sizable 
quantities, um, and you, you should be able to tell by the texture. Mm. Well, yeah, first of all, that that too, but they they couldn't scale it. There's no way they could scale it at this no. point. You're not going to, at this time, you're not going to be able to go and get lab-grown chicken-looking thing from Tesco. Because that's the other thing. They don't look right. They just don't look right. No, even farmed salmon isn't a great choice. I don't like salmon. I, I do I like, like salmon, but I much prefer wild over farmed. And you can tell the mm. difference straight away. Trudy says, I love me. My ribeye the other day was superb. Indeed. Trudy, you are a woman after my own heart. And uh, now I'm going to have to go and get a ribeye for dinner tomorrow. Um, it's just going to have to happen. So, thank you. I'm, I'm, well, no. whilst you're doing down the rabbit hole, I'm going to see Oppenheimer. I, I, I won't do that, Robin. No. No. Not doing it. That's like asking me to do something else online in front of you to try it. <laughs> Not doing it. I wouldn't have done that either. <laughs> Not doing it. I'll tell you who does try things under pressure, though. Lizzo, Lizzo's dancers. <laughs> I think they went into that pretty well. <laughs> yes. Right, so, so Lizzo was in an Amsterdam sex show no I'll yes. rephrase that oh, she was at an Amsterdam sex club or whatever yeah and there was live sex show going on I believe yeah involving bananas and orifices Invol yeah involving bananas and lady parts yes yeah. lady parts yes. orifices right lady parts yes and some of her dancers Eighth said bananas. Allegedly yes. under duress. <laughs> under for what they're saying in their lawsuit, under fear for their jobs. And have now filed a lawsuit alleging that she created a hostile work environment. Yes. No, oh, I don't know. She took them out for the night. She took them out for the night and fed them. But listen. <laughs> ah. But including that. Sexual harassment, racism, mm -hmm. they're alleging, and from Lizzo, mm -hmm. fat shaming. Yeah. Not because from, they were from, too from, fat. No, no, yeah, it was, it was. No, it was well, it, 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 it wasn't so much that they were too fat, it's the fact she didn't want them to get fat. <laughs> <laughs> because she wanted to be... The fattest person in the room, didn't she? Well, uh, it would appear so. It would appear so. I mean, that that just appears to be the case because she was making them explain. Apparently, one of them had to explain their in-depth mental, uh, psychological issues as to why they were binge eating to justify their weight gain to Lizzo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So was it anything to do with the fact they were traumatised by having to eat bananas from a sex worker's orifice? Lady parts. <laughs> Lady parts. <laughs> Harold says doesn't sound like a fun show. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Well, no, absolutely it doesn't. It well, doesn't sound I, like a fun I show. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever floats your boat, people. Whatever floats your boat. Right. Are, are you trying anyway, to say it will float your boat, John? No, I'm not. I, I, I've never seen such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been to Tijuana? No, no. I, the day I went to go to Tijuana was 9-11. I was, I was going to say, didn't you didn't end go. up in a... You, so you didn't get to end up at a donkey show? Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> Let's not get into that. <laughs> so, um, so, have you been to Tijuana? No. All right, OK. So, anyway, um, as I was saying, uh, to take us back into some kind of reality, do you remember that guy, Patrick? Green, The green guy, Patrick Harvey? Yes. Who's the... Is the Green Party in Scotland and they're in collusion uh-huh. with the SNP to rule us all, right? So he's the one that's just, or him and Lorna Slater are responsible for their stupid heat pump policy and all that. You know, you can't sell your house if, unless you've got a heat pump. So some manufacturer has come out, <laughs> manufacturer of heat pumps, and said, well, un- unfortunately, Heat pumps don't really work in the cold. <laughs> but the thing is, you we knew this. a manufacturer of heat pumps to come out and say this. But we knew this anyway. It's always been the case. Yeah. Heat pumps don't really work in the cold, and the only heat water as high as 54 degrees centigrade, which is too low mm. to kill Legionella. Did you know that? I did not, and I do now. So the recommended temperature is at least 60 degrees that you heat your hot water to, or you are likely... To um, if, especially if you have a hot water tank, right? If you mm. don't heat it at sixty degrees centigrade, there is a chance that you could start growing Legionella in it, and then you will all get very ill, possibly. Well, I don't have a tank anymore. They just recently took that out, um, and they've given us a brand new combi gas boiler. <clears throat> yeah, but your combi um, gas boiler will heat the water to more than sixty degrees because it yes, still, it will still has a certain degree of water stored in the boiler and the. Uh, you know, in the uh, above the combustion chamber. I mean, they only it. did this about a fortnight ago, and I'm very happy because I'm thinking we're probably, if these policies continue to filter down and become the madness that they are everywhere, we might have been one of the last people, or one of the last years at least, where someone actually gets a new gas the, boiler installed. The whole thing's going to fall apart. I mean, have you seen the actual money involved here? Well, it's it's ludicrous. It's like a trillion trillion pounds or something. It's it's a ludicrous amount of money. You just can't afford it. This 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 isn't sustainable. And for what gain? This is a part. This is a part that you can't get your head around. Where's the gain? Who's gaining Remember, out if, of this? If we are to believe one hundred percent that quote unquote CO two emissions are responsible for climate change that's gonna cause a major catastrophe, uh, like Roger Hallam, uh, the crazy man says. Yeah. Um if we're to believe that, right? Why what well, we are an island, as an island, we produce less than one percent of those global emissions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What more can we do? Well, we can't. See, well, the thing is, it doesn't matter if we produce or not produce. It's not going to make any difference in the grand scheme of things. And as, no. as it was pointed out to Roger, uh, Roger, as it was pointed out to John Kerry in the pre-roll, right? Humans have uh-huh. been around for two hundred thousand years. When CO two was a lot higher than it is now, 
It doesn't Absolutely. do us any harm. I mean, we've been through this. Submarines run at 1,200 parts per million, up to 2,500 parts per million, sometimes even 4,000 parts per million. Right? Do you know what happens with people down there uh, in, in submarines? Well, I don't want to know what happens in the showers, but apart from that... They, they, they de-age. They, they, yeah, well, <laughs> under the pressure, yeah. But they, yeah. they don't, their telomeres get longer, yeah, but they don't, um, they don't suffer. They don't suffer as a result of the CO2. No, they don't. It doesn't do them any harm. It doesn't seem to do plants any harm, except if you go too low, all your plants will die, and then you won't have any vegans and we'll have to eat them. Uh, Mr. J. Griffin says, we're in between ice ages. There will be another ice age in due course. Well, one of our last shows last week, which has finally gone green for monetization, by the way, it was called The Ice Age Cometh. Yeah, yeah. We had, I mean, the, yeah. it, it, it's, it will happen. Yeah, this is a yeah. this is a warm period at the moment, and I think we're still in the ascendancy, which is great for us because you don't want to live in a cold period. I mean, can you remember? And I was going to say, can you remember? But I can't. But um, <laughs> but the 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 Thames used to freeze over. They used to have right. a fair on it, right, right? Every year, they did. Now, this wasn't something that happened once in a blue moon. They did this every year. They had a mm -hmm. fair on the Thames when it froze over. They did. So, f to go on a river that wide and deep that's frozen over, it needs to be a, a good chunk of ice, you know? Yeah, because not not only are you putting structures on there, mm -hmm. you're cooking on it and everything. <laughs> you're cooking on it. You've got probably thousands of Acrobats, people walking on it at yeah. once. Yeah, performers, everything, it's... Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, 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 I just don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I just don't, I don't understand, right? You know, all of these people, they say 97% of climate scientists agree. But as and we, that's what they say. As a guy pointed out to John Kerry... And he knows this, and everybody else that's a scientist knows this. It doesn't matter how many scientists agree with you. If you're wrong, you're wrong. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely right. And, and you know, I said to Roger Hallam earlier on Twitter when he was going off on one of his yeah. psychotic tirades, I simply said, and when this doesn't happen, I'll laugh at you yeah. some more. Yeah, yeah, I know. The man's a joke. Well, he's a, he's a psycho. Roger Hallam is a psycho. He's insane. Yeah. He's he's not got his marbles about him. I'd love to interview him. I'd love to I'd love to interview him. But now I've called him a psycho, he probably would never do that, unfortunately. Okay. Tell me about Nicholas Rossi. Who is Nicholas Rossi? Who is Nicholas Rossi? Is he Nicholas Rossi? <laughs> is he Nicholas Alaverdian? Is he Arthur Knight? Is he Batman? <laughs> Who knows? So yeah, Nicholas me. Rossi, Nicholas Rossi is um, one of the former aliases of a man who was born Nicholas Alaverdian. Now Nicholas Alaverdian was born in the United States and is wanted in several states for sexual crimes, shall we say? He flew to Europe where he assumed the name Nicholas Rossi 
and then started telling people back home he was very, very sick and he was dying and, and then died, quote unquote. So Nicholas Alaverdian died. Now, according to the official story, a man who speaks with the most with the most affected proper English accent going called Arthur Knight got the coof and ended up in a coof ward where a nurse in Glasgow in Glasgow where a nurse noticed that both his tattoos and weirdly fingerprints no this is this is weird those on an Interpol arrest right, this warrant. Is, a this, nurse this, this is where in a we COVID have, ward notices. This is where we have gone into the flights of fancy, right? Mm. Because this doesn't happen. Nurses and cops actually get on all right generally, but yeah. the medical profession don't give the police any information if they can possibly avoid it, Right? So even, you know, I mean, you phone up trying to get the status on a, a, a road accident victim to find out if it's going to be a fatal or not. And you could be on the phone for 10 minutes and come away going, well, we're going to have to go down and have a look and see if the guy's alive or dead. Yeah. <laughs> because they just won't tell you anything. So they're not going to go and dob somebody in. They well, just won't I, I, do I, it. They just don't they're do asking- it. They're asking the right questions in the chat, I think. Uh, do they have Interpol login at the hospital? Spencer no. says, why would a nurse be taking fingerprints? They don't, they don't do that. I've never been fingerprinted in a hospital. Have you? Says have you been fingerprinted? Well, you were in hospital recently. Did they fingerprint you? Not that I know of. What about that strange movie they made about you when you were unconscious? Well, <laughs> you, you know... Um, I seem to have performed in some scenes that I wasn't aware of. <laughs> And, uh, Smile I, for the camera, little piggy. Jerk <laughs> on a pretty mouth. <laughs> no, my mouth did stay firmly closed, but my butthole keeps bleeding. So <laughs> I went in for an appendectomy and came out with a sore butt. Came out, came out with blood coming from it, and oh. that's true, by the way. Okay. Right. Anyway, <laughs> then he uh, does Hastings. <laughs> yeah. So. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> always wipe down your cup in a hospital or the nurse will fingerprint you. Yeah. I mean, have you ever had such nonsense in your life, people? Really? But, but anyway, so this guy, Arthur Knight, um, his extradition to the United States was rubber stamped today by the Scottish um, courts in Edinburgh. But apparently, there's <laughs> the other thing. There's the other thing where we went into a flight of fancy. He was in a Scottish CV ward. Yes. <laughs> in Glasgow. Yes. Now I don't know what hospital he's in because my my sources tell me there wasn't a lot of people there. Well, he was one of them. But remember, you've seen the guy. Yeah, he's 35 that. years old. He looks about 60, and he's about 22 stone. He looks like a Hasidic right. Jew. He does. Either that, or, 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 or he's coming straight from the old Amish country. Yeah. I tell you what, yeah. speaking of Jews, what about Cillian Murphy? Is he a Jew? He's playing one in a movie I'm going to see tomorrow. <laughs> and what's that caused? 
uh, it caused comedian David Badil to make a statement saying, I am so disappointed that Cillian Murphy, a man who is not Jewish, is playing Oppenheimer, who was in fact Jewish. Now, David Badil, I'm I, I, just a humble man sitting in his home studio. I'm, you are in the entertainment profession. You, you've been in it a lot longer. I'm good. Than, but I've got something to say. I've got a message. It's called acting, David. You play things and people that you're bloody well not. Uh, I'm, I'm very disappointed in Vin Diesel. Why? Well, he's playing a tree, and he's obviously not a tree. Exactly. That, that. well, Bradley Cooper's playing a raccoon. And he's obviously not... I mean, the, the, where do you draw the line? In fact, those people in the new Snow White movie are not magical creatures at all, They're are not. they? They're merely They're actors. Amelia Clark did not birth dragons from eggs. No, well, she didn't um, anyway. Well... You know, uh, she's not the mother of dragons anyway. Um, yeah, it, this it, is shocking. So people have got to be what they purport to be on screen. So how's that uh, going to work? Does that mean? Well, you, does that mean that you've got to be really disappointed in Keanu and Keanu Reeves because he's not really an assassin? Well, yeah, and he's also not really, you know, a, a digital saviour. Yeah, and, and what's his name? Tom Cruise isn't really a fighter pilot. No? Oh, I mean, that... I mean, we should have had a fighter roles. pilot playing that part. Yeah. Why would Tom Cruise play it when we could have had a fighter pilot? Exactly. Exactly. What I'm a just... stupid, stupid man you are, Badil. You're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can... Take your race-baiting, your religious crap and just go and, go and write another book that nobody's going to buy. <laughs> Andrew says David Walliams wasn't a black woman called Desiree. No, that's what? true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Did Debbie really do Dallas? <laughs> See that? I, I, I mean, it, it just everything falls into disrepute when you start doing this. You know, it's like did we even go to the moon? Well, this is it. Where did you know, <laughs> that come from? <laughs> Do you know, people keep saying, like, oh, they had a go at Scarlett Johansson. Remember Scarlett Johansson actually quit a role uh, because she was going to play a trans man in a film. Well, not a trans man, uh, but she got bullied so much that she quit the role before the film was even made. She also got bullied for being in Ghost in the Shell. Uh, the the Western remake of Ghost in the Shell because it was an Asian movie, and oh the, my the make, god, the maker of the original Ghost in the Shell had to come out and go, "What are you crazy people on about? I drew me a white woman." Yeah, but what about Battle Angel Alita? She's not Asian. No, but she was in the I, book, wasn't she? I, she she was depicted as sort of a moon person with big eyes and more Martian than Asian oh, yeah but that's but that's just how the Japanese get their kicks isn't it they're strange people mm. yeah Optimus Prime who's going to play by who says Harold well Twitter mobs mostly Twitter mobs <sighs> the idea that people do you know what I'm, I'm going to give you the cure for cancellation right now go on right the cure is 
is to look at the people saying it and go, eh? And keep yeah. doing what you're doing. So speaking of cancellation, Thomas Straker, the TikTok influencer, come restaurateur and chef, has had a big backlash against the Instagram picture that he posted the other day with his chef team. This is so ridiculous. Yeah. And racist, I might add. Yeah, because his chefs are, there's about eight of them in the picture, and they're all white! No. And people are saying things like, I'm really disappointed in you for not being more diverse. Well, hold on a minute. If you're running a business and your livelihood demands or depends on that business doing well, Aren't you going to pick the best people for the job? Well, yes, you are. You're going to pick the best people that apply for the job. Because how do we know that it wasn't only white people that ever applied for jobs there? How do we know that? <laughs> but people are saying things like, well, I'm very disappointed because if you've taken on a few local boys, you know, you could have trained them up. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's going to work. You train people up if you want to provide a high-quality service that you are, you know, because let's face it, a high-quality restaurant is always going to overcharge you for the food that they make, right? Yeah, yeah. And so if they want to justify that overcharging, you can't put shit out through the window. You need to deliver excellent, excellence. And this is where Gordon Ramsay has a point on his stupid TV programmes, you know? When yeah, of course. People, because of you, course. Can't, you can't put out crap and they expect people to come back. Well, exactly. Exactly. And the whole, th- the whole thing is just ridiculous. And it's like, <laughs> somebody said, hold on a minute. You know, even even London's or England's still 91% white, right? So if you've got 10 guys standing there, at, at least nine of them should have been white. And I'm, I said, well, if you want to go by oh, that hold ridiculous on. standard. Oh, hold on. Let me finish. Mm. Well, my reply was, Scotland's ninety six percent white. So even if you had ten guys standing there, only the dwarf would be non-white. <laughs> Either that, or no, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it because this is all such race baiting, race baiting lunacy. It's lunacy. Yeah. To, and it's racism. Uh-huh. To, to simply to simply point out somebody some somebody to denigrate a person or a situation based on nothing but the colour of people's skin. That's racism. That <laughs> is racism. And the thing is people are racist against white people all the bloody time. Yeah, but the thing the thing is that you can't call it that for some reason. <laughs> They get so up in arms if you actually call it what it is. It's because this is the end times for this society. It really is. We're on the downward slope and I'm just happy that I've seen most of it at the peak. Whereas some people like yourself are going to live through a considerable amount of end time. And I don't know if there's any way back. I really don't. I don't think there is. I don't think there is in this country. I think you've got to leave I think it. it was hastened by the advent of social media. Yeah, yeah, it has been, though. Yeah. And, you know, I, I say it all of the time, but I think it's the best and the worst invention in history. Oh, it's definitely the worst. Because it, it allows far too much communic- far too much quick communication among people that have stupid ideals. 
Absolutely. That's the problem. And then you get a NAFO summit in Vilnius. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, look at these, look at these NAFO guys. They're oh, so God. freaking stupid. I mean, do they really think they're making a difference by trolling people on Twitter? Does it, yeah, I mean, they, that's they their, do think that. That's what they're doing, and they think they're making a difference. They're not changing anyone's mind, right? No. I mean, and we're not trying to change, and let's be fair here, we're not trying to change anyone's mind either because, you know, maybe early days we thought we could change the world and then we quickly came to realise that we can. All we can do is report on it. You know? Exactly. And, and, you <laughs> and, know, and tell when you I where it's gone wrong. When I first started and I was first doing the streams from the shed and the videos around the, the places I yeah, saw, yeah, uh -huh. I was very angry. Very angry. Yeah, yeah. Well, right? I mean, me too. I mean, we, we both lost a lot. And the thing um, is, the thing is, you can't change people's minds, really, mm. you know? And notice, and, and I have said this from day one, from day one I've said, no one's getting held to account for this. No. So don't I'm hold not. your breath for that, because no I one mean, else. Look, look, look what happened just today. I oh, mean, yeah, Hancock. He's the... Gazer Teriani, who I have met, and uh, I, I actually live-streamed him being yeah. arrested. <laughs> um, but Gaza Teriani has been found guilty today in court of harassing Matt Hancock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and Harold, you're right, we can change the world, and we are actually doing it right now. But we're not changing it for the better, that's the problem. No, I, That's I the mean, problem, the because it's not us that's changing the world. It's the bigger mass of idiocy that's changing the world. We, are, we are going down the path to idiocracy. Mm-hmm. Or demolition The, idea, the yeah. idea of intelligent debate and intelligent conversation and actually, you know, being able to express an original thought. It's like that crappy movie with Christian Bale, Equilibrium, where they're not allowed to show any emotion. Right? Mm -hmm. That's where we're going to end up. That's where we're going to end up. You, you, you yeah. have to be a drone. Yeah, because you you're not allowed to offend people. And you can't, you can't let people know that you're offended. So... You know, all things ridiculous, I, yeah. I'm quite happy with the fact that at least for the minute, I don't have the right not to be offended, and neither do any of you. And you shouldn't have the right to not be offended, because offence is taken, it's not given. Hold on, you hold can on. Choose to... Wait a minute. You, you're, you're not correct, though. Are you? Yeah. What did you say? I don't have the right to not be offended. But is that the same as if I am offended, you're wrong? Well, no. How? Because, you know, people have the right to say offensive things, and I no, have No, they the don't. Right. They don't. Not where they I live. Have. They not, should have. But not where I live. Because the, the onus is now on the person who is causing the offence to prove their innocence. Yeah, which is like proving a negative. How can you prove a negative? <laughs> well, there you go. So, so where I live, um, if someone takes offence, I'm automatically in the wrong. Regardless of my intent. Well, look at Count Dankula. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. And the thing is, nobody actually took offence from his video. The police saw it, and then they went yeah. out and found somebody and said, look at this, does this offend you? Mm -hmm. That's how ridiculous that situation was. There was no complainant. 
There was no victim. See, so this is the problem, and you're not that far away from this. Trust me. I mean, it's pretty sad. It really is. It, it really, really is. is. I mean, gone are the days, if they ever even really existed in the first place, but gone are the days where you can have a robust exchange of ideas. Because yeah. if somebody doesn't like the things that you're saying these days, instead of actually trying to debate, debate the point you're making, they have a fucking tantrum. Yeah. Or, or, they, or they actually contact the police and the police come and have a word with you. Because you see it all the time on Twitter, don't you? you know, yeah, I know. I, the police turned up at the door and had a word with me about my behaviour on Twitter. I told them to beat it, but, you know, you see it all the time. Yeah. You know. <laughs> John. John. Ben. ben. Please tell me you've got at least one thing. Oh, I've got a couple to, of funnies, right? Them. Okay, so let's go back to the SNP. Let's go back to the SNP. We need to bring this mood up. Yeah, let's go back to the SNP. So, and this has been, it's been happening for a while, right? The police have, they've been reducing their numbers um, off an evening, shall we say. So they don't have as many people out in the evening and they put more people out in the morning. Believe it or not, uh, when you're actively policing... The busiest times are first thing in the morning, because that's when everyone discovers something's gone wrong overnight. Yep. Or usually the late shift. Not the night shift, the late shift. Okay. Because that's when people come out of pubs and start fighting with each other, right? So that's your kind of busy times, you know? So the, like, the, the wee small hours, like between... One and five, usually quite quiet. So the the mm -hmm. SNP have decided that there's no requirement. Or please, Scotland, have <laughs> decided there's there's really no requirement to have a lot of traffic cars out between one and five. So they're only going to have one <laughs> for Scotland. <laughs> now, if I can put this in perspective, you can, yeah, yeah. Right, so one yeah. traffic car, two cops. For Scotland, right, which is half the length of England, right? It's a big country, right? It's not, it's not insignificant, despite what you might think looking at a BBC weather map. It's actually quite a big country, right? Okay. So, so when I worked in the police in Glasgow, we had... Two traffic divisions in Glasgow, one for Glasgow South, one for Glasgow North. We had a traffic division right. in Greenock, we had one in Kilmarnock, we had one in Ayr, we had one in Motherwell, right? Right. This covered Strathclyde, okay? So we would put out three cars plus a sergeant on the traffic south, traffic north would put out three cars plus a sergeant, right? So that's eight cars, right? And this is a night shift. This is a night shift. That's yep. eight cars. Kilmarnock would put out two cars plus a sergeant. And Air would put out two cars plus a sergeant. So that's another six cars. Mm -hmm. Right? So we're now at 14. Right? And then um, Greenock and Motherwell would be... Well, Motherwell would put out three cars plus a sergeant. So that's another four. So that's uh, 18. And then... 
Greenock would put out two plus a sergeant, so that's another three. So that that's like twenty-one cars. Twenty-one cars to cover Strathclyde, right? And now you're going to get one car to cover no Scotland. That that that's just Strathclyde, okay? Yeah, yeah. That's not yeah. Dumfries. Dumfries and Galloway was a separate force. Northern and Borders was a separate force, so the, and then Central Scotland was a separate force, right? So what are they going to do? They're going to they're going to put up a map, right? They're going to put up a map of all of the areas, and every night they're just going to chuck a dart at it no, and go, "Oh, you're, you're sending out the car tonight." Through that, you can't do that. You can't do it. You just can't <sighs> do it. It's crazy. Well, you know, one car um, to cover. I mean, um, there's a fatal road accident. The traffic car's got to attend, right? If there's yep. a police vehicle crash, traffic car's got to attend, right? Yep. Well, how do you deal with it? I mean, there's, there's usually at least... there's going to, in, in the whole of Scotland, there's going to be a police vehicle crash overnight somewhere, right? Of course. And, and the chances of a fatal are reasonably high. Oh, well, well, what they'll say is, right, what they'll say is this. We'll have the one traffic car out on patrol in those hours, but if something happens... No, but that doesn't work them. because you don't have the manpower to do that because what they're, what they're talking about is they're putting one car out. They're not having the rest of the guys sitting in the office doing nothing. They're having them working during the day. So they can't be called out. What police force area were you, John? Says Trudy. Well, it depends. I mean, I started. I started in Irvine, the birthplace of Nicola Sturgeon. <laughs> if I could go you back in time, I could maybe have prevented the whole thing. You could have prevented it all, John. You could have. You could have prevented this all. I could write a, we could write a book about that, couldn't we? I'm going back in time to. to to prevent the SNP, well, actually, to prevent the SNP, you'd probably go back to air and uh, take out Jim Sellers, wouldn't you? But anyway, so yeah, I, I started in Irvine, which measure. was sorry, and just do Alex Salmon for good measure. Well, you wouldn't need to because he would never get in the Jim Sellers and all that that started it. Yeah, so I did uh, Irvine, and then I moved to Traffic South, which was outside of Glasgow, and then I moved into Firearms Car, which was based in Glasgow at Traffic North. Uh, she says her then, cousin was a cop in Glasgow. Yeah, and there was a lot of us, seven thousand cops in Strathclyde. So, I think I think what John is actually saying is at least once per night uh, a car crashes and a traffic car has to attend. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, your your country, our this country, it doesn't matter what policies they keep making. They're making your lives worse. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. And and if you think a change of government <laughs> is going to change any of this, think again. Change the system. Attack the problem, not the symptom. Which is Tear something the medical man. profession really should think about doing as well. Address mm -hmm. the problem, not the symptom. Anyway, yeah. um... Speaking of that, or things like that, you have tattoos, don't you, Ben? I do. Did you know that you can't go to the public baths in Japan? Um, I don't care. Oh, right, okay. Did you know that tattoos in Japan were banned from 1936? Pardon me. 
And if you're seen, if you if you show your tattoos, you'll be thought of as a criminal in Japan. Well, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. So you you want to bring up funnies and things like that, and then you just start drawing things on your whiteboard. Yes, I'm just I'm just doing I'm just 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 taking your message to heart. You, you get turned away from the public baths apparently if you've got uh, the um, if you've got tattoos precisely because you will be yakuza. I think that's the problem. I mean, I mean, uh, how many yakuza are walking around with Spider Man on their arm and Pac Man and Ghost on? That's their not going to matter. I mean, a, a Japanese person's going to look at you and go, "Whoa, he's a criminal. He's that- definitely a criminal." He's a crazy. Look at look at him. He's got a Zapata yeah. mustache. You know, <laughs> you like look the, like a you look like a cartoon villain. He looks like the fat <laughs> version of Danny Trejo at the moment. Like you fat do, Danny I, Trejo. <laughs> with a smoother skin, a better complexion. Yeah. <laughs> Machete. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Um, so, um, just stop oil. Protested today. Did they? Oh, at the weekend. I think it was at the weekend. But they just, they just yeah, but they protested at the London, the London uh, Grand Prix. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They sat down in front of the cars to try and stop them oh. racing at the London E Grand Prix. Oh Jesus Christ! You know what E stands for? <laughs> All these race cars are what? Electric! Electric! <laughs> so oh they protested God. and tried to stop an electric car race. Just stop electric! Just, Just stop oil, huh? Way to go! What a team! What a bunch of tits! That's that's right, just stop oil. You that's, are that's you a are bar. Boobs. Well, remember when they blockaded the cooking oil factory? Yes, yes, I do. Just stop he cooking oil. Going. <laughs> you had the guy on the news being interviewed, and he went, "But that's cooking oil. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's cooking oil." Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> oh, we, we need to we need to update on the man in the bear suit because experts are now coming out and saying that's not a man in a bear suit. I tell you what, though, it still looks like a man in a bear suit. <laughs> They're saying. I mean, I have seen some. Compelling evidence that it's probably not a man in a suit. I know, I know, but it, it really looked like a man in a suit. In it fact, really did. The, the one that we saw, it even looked like there was a cutout here for yes. us to look out through the guy's, through the bear's neck. Yeah, but that's just the pattern. That's why they're called sun bears. That's the pattern. Yeah, but it's, it's, it still looked like a... I mean, what the hell? It's got, no, it's got very poor skin tone. <laughs> well, it's in a Chinese zoo, so remember, there, there, are a, I believe a Chinese zoo once, um, I don't know if it was the same zoo, but I believe this story's true, somebody can fact check me, they tried to pass a little dog off as a lion. <laughs> I, I believe, I, uh, remember, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. It did look like uh, the bear was wearing shoes, you're right, Andrew. It, 
uh, uh, what I have seen is videos of other sun bears doing exactly the same thing. Yes, standing there up was one like humans. There was one in the in the woods standing at yeah. a bird feeder. Well, in yeah. somebody's garden, standing at a bird feeder, feeder, and it looked like a guy in a suit throwing peanuts yeah. at these. And you think, why is a guy in a bear suit standing in someone's garden eating peanuts? Yeah, it just looks like yeah, Adam. Yeah, Adam's Adam's put the story up. Mastiff passed off as a lion. <laughs> I'm correct. <laughs> uh, another zoo I saw earlier. I, I don't think it was in China, but another zoo simply painted their donkey to look like a zebra. <laughs> Just painted their donkey. <laughs> uh, yes, Harold. They have the folds at the back. They have the folds at the back when they stand up. Yeah, it did look really dodgy though. It really did. It was funny. Oh, it though. did. It was funny. It was. It funny. was absolutely hilarious. And I don't. Fact. I don't regret laughing at it because it was funny. I don't regret laughing. At <laughs> Let it someone funny. in the cage to try and fight it. That's a good idea, Sophie. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> Get Joe Rogan in there. Fight that bear. <laughs> <laughs> go, go and see if that's a bear or a guy in a suit. Go and check. Yeah. Ah, no guy in suit. No guy in suit. <laughs> if he picks you up and body slams you, it's probably a guy in a suit. <laughs> Speaking. Well, no, I won't speak about other bills, but things are coming. Are they? Yeah. What's coming? Things are coming. Talked about them today. Remember. Things are coming. Things are ordered. Things to do with. Extra segments. It's true. It's true. That's happening. It's happening. It really is. You know what I watched last night? I watched a couple of crappy movies, right? Right. Um, I watched one called Flood with uh, Michael Shanks in it. You know, the guy that played Daniel in Stargate? Oh, in the series. Yeah, yeah, in the series. Yeah. I mean, who has a dead ringer for James Spader originally when it started. He kind of was very similar, but anyway. He was. And um, so anyway, I watched this movie and it was rubbish, but it was all about a hole in the ozone layer. <laughs> it was a hole in the ozone layer and and um, bringing down... No, that was that... No, that one wasn't Flood. That was something else. The Flood one was Robert Carlyle and Tom Hardy, right? And I'm thinking, where's Tom Hardy in this movie? And he turns out he had a bit part in it, right? It wasn't really a Tom Hardy movie, okay? Right. The, so the flood movie was London getting flooded by a storm surge overreaching the Thames barrier. Um, no fair that year. Yeah, and and that was um, that it, it was actually all right. It did drag on a bit. It's kind of one of these kind of mini series type movies. It was like three hours long. Um, so I did fast forward through bits of it, <laughs> but um, I got the gist of it, and it was okay. Yeah. It was okay, and then I watched. It, but that was set. Now that must have been set way back in the late nineties or early two thousands, because people okay. were driving things like um, they were driving like Sierras, you know, Ford Sierras. Mm. It must have been the nineties. Ford Sierras and the police vehicles were like Vauxhall Cavaliers and things, and I'm thinking this isn't this isn't new. <laughs> this isn't a new movie. <laughs> so anyway, uh, and what's his name was in it? Uh, Hercule Poirot. 
What are you like? Oh, David Suchet. David Suchet was in it. Yeah, he was the David deputy Suchet. prime minister. Because the prime minister, of course, was in Australia on his holidays. <laughs> Why do you do that? Why would people do that? Why would they make the prime minister in Australia on his holidays? And have the deputy do all the work. Why? What? What's? The, what's the point? You know, pass. it's a movie, right? So it doesn't really pass. matter. What? Mm. So I said pass. Yeah, I can't see the point. No, I can't either. I can't. I can't. I don't have an answer for yeah. you. Yeah. So it was. It was a pretty. It, Adam says it's a terrible movie. Yeah. It, it, it was a terrible movie, but. Um, the Canadian board was quite hot. Um, the and then and the police chief, the commissioner of the Met, was a, a, a rather attractive lady as well. But apart from I, that, I had, <laughs> apart I, from I that, had a, so this was a climate change movie, right? And then I watched this other one, the one with Michael uh, Michael Shanks in it, which was a, yeah. a, another climate change movie, hole in the ozone layer, let the mesosphere come down and freeze everything really quick. That was even worse. That was really, really bad, right? See me rolling my eyes there. And it was, it was, it was set in Australia. It oh. was John Suchet on the news. Yes, I yeah. believe they were actually related, though. All right. Okay. So, um, so yeah, this, so this other movie was all climate change as well. And I had to scroll through all these other movies that were available. And this is just on YouTube. You can watch these movies for nothing on YouTube. Right. right? And I'm scrolling through and I'm thinking, oh, my God, they've been setting this up for a while. Because <laughs> all these climate change disaster movies have been, they've been ramping up since the, the late... day after tomorrow. Yeah, since well. the late 80s. They've all that been ramping up. rocking it. Whatever that is. They've been ramping that up for ages. What? Uh, the, the one with the rock in it. The what? The one with the rock in it where he rides up the wave on the boat in the middle of the city. Oh, yeah, that was just ridiculous as well. Yeah. But they've been um, ramping it up for ages, haven't they? Oh, yeah, of course they have. It's it's. Uh, they use media and entertainment to seed ideas. Because of course they do. Yeah. There's a reason... When you watch a program, it's called a program. And oh, it's yeah, not because yeah, right. it is a program, it's because it's programming. You. You. Yes, you watching this right now. You are being programmed by the program. I am. Um, uh, Beats I, and Tape says, Don't yep. Look Up is the best one. Isn't that got Clooney in it? <sighs> Don't Look Up's pretty poor. I watched it. Um. Trudy says she found Barbie, got bored when Ken came back. Next watch is Sound of Freedom. Mm, started watching that. Turned it off. I have no interest in it. <laughs> it's too much propaganda at the very start. It's just the way the whole thing sets it up. It's just like, oh my God, this is a propaganda movie. And, and <laughs> propaganda on the right side of propaganda, but still propaganda, you know what I mean? Propaganda's propaganda, yeah. no matter what side it comes from. Um, so I, I'll i I'll maybe give it another go, right? But the mood I was in, I started watching it, I thought, nope, I'm not being propagandized at this point in time. So well, she turned it off. And, it, it, and yet Barbie was the complete opposite because it didn't propagandize. I need to see this movie. You do need to see it because 
I was I was incredibly surprised. I, 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 might try I mean, you know me. I'm a crabbit, sceptical old git. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes, I, I'm not going to look... What? I said, that you are. Yeah. So I'm not going to watch it and go, oh, wow, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell everybody lies. No. I mean, it wasn't a great movie, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't a bad movie. It was innocuous at best, but it was a bit of a deep think at times. And it did have some remarkable uh, similarities to what's going on in the world right now. So that's very, very interesting. Yeah. On that note, do we have anything else no, before I don't have we else. leave these wonderful people? Do we not? So, before I start doing all of the, you know, the housekeeping stuff, remember, boys and girls, as John said, treat the problem, not the symptom. Pull back. System. Pull back. Pull back. Pull your slide back. That's better. Yeah, all good. Right, the system is what is going to be the destruction of our lives, mm -hmm. our livelihoods, yeah. our way of living, our way of thinking, our way of being. Yep. And just before we do leave, I will leave you on this one news story. Macron is currently trending. Emmanuel Macron. Oh, we never talked because, about Niger or Niger. Well, we, could, we will speak about Niger on Friday. Okay, okay. And I'll tell you why Emmanuel Macron is trending. Because Twitter believes him to be Justin Trudeau's secret lover. <laughs> well, you've seen them together. I have. I mean, I'm not but having I'm said that, no assertions. Having said that, French are touchy-feely people anyway. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah, the amount of French women that have given me cuddles and kisses. It's strange. They, they are. They're but even if you're, spe if you're friendly at all with a French man, he will touch you. you know? Yes, you know, it is. <laughs> I should I should preface that. I don't know how I not, feel about it. Not when it happens. usually inappropriately, okay? <laughs> well, but he will touch you. So there was a lady uh, playing, uh, a Canadian woman actually, playing Carol Danvers at the Walt Disney Studios Park. Uh-huh. Um, and we, we went in, I've, I've got this photograph as well. We went in to have our photo taken with him, you know, like, go meet the characters. It was Captain Marvel, Canadian woman. And I'd actually spoken to the actress out of costume the night before. Um, uh, she was from Canada and she was boarding in our hotel. Uh-huh. And <laughs> she just grabbed my ass and squeezed during the photo. Yeah, okay. That's okay. It was very inappropriate. And I don't know how I felt about it. These things happen. Just deal These with things them. happen. Just These things happen. Lie back and think of England. Yeah, well. <laughs> think of Margaret. Anyway, so with that, it's been great, hasn't it? Well, I haven't said anything else. It's been great. No, no it hasn't been, been great. great yet. It's been great, though. Because, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you've really enjoyed the show, please give it a like. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. And on your way out, please click that share button. Share the show out. Get people to come back in. Come and watch it. Evangelize. And then join our fine country of Veradora by going to patreon.com forward slash chasing descent. Or any Kofi, ko-fi.com forward slash chasing descent. Now, 
you can tell them it's been great. Thank you, good people, citizens of Veridora, denizens of the interwebs. Thank you for attending this episode 241 of Chasing the Sim Live with me, John, and with Ben. Doesn't he look wonderful? Yes, I do. It's been great. For you.